You are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Tuesday, September 8th. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? It wouldn't be a very flattering comparison if this past weekend, or really week, is any indication. It makes me think of this other quote by the bard. For now, these hot days, is the mad blood stirring. Dear listener, I do hope you've been able to keep your senses about you, stay clear of heat and fire-induced harm, and of course, not descend into a murderous brawl, such as that which doomed poor love-struck Romeo. On to other matters. Last Friday, <laughs> oh, so long ago it feels, we received an email from Vince Kellen announcing applications are now being accepted for IT Services Leadership Learning Program. This is a multi-month interactive class designed to nurture the IT leaders of tomorrow. Rather than me extolling its virtues from afar, let's hear straight from class facilitator Joel Salwich. This is Mark Herzberger again. Today I'm joined by Joel Salwich. He's an enterprise architect and facilitator of the IT Services Leadership Learning Program. Joe, welcome back to the pod. How are you? Good morning, Mark. I'm, I'm doing great today. How about yourself? Not bad. Thank you for asking. And we are here to discuss the Leadership Learning Program. We all got the email from Vince recently that uh, applications are now being accepted for cohort four. Uh, so, Joe, to start us off, uh, what is the leadership learning program here at IT Services? Okay, the leadership learning program. Uh, so, be as Mark said, our fourth cohort, a small group developing oneself. Each of us needs some type of help, uh, whether it's in, in presentation or review or discussion or growth or change. So the learning forum is a, is a model that I've been doing, I'd say close to 25 years. I kind of follow the SIM model, Society for Information Management, and it's a costly program. It's a pro probably a $10,000 program that you're sponsored to. And over the years at at least three different universities, I've learned how to do these programs and to get people as speakers who have been part of the programs to give back and share. So it's a great opportunity to uh, experiment, to try different things, to, to really get to know some of your coworkers. One of the comments that is made in the program is sometimes you really get to know somebody in an LLP program more than you do in your own little team because you're, you're really spending some time and you're talking about some topics that are just beyond uh, technology and work. And uh, full, full disclosure, I forgot to mention at the top, I was in the cohort three that went from fall 2019 and wrapped up spring 2020. Um, so Joe, on that note, why should somebody attend the LLP? You need to really think about if you're ready for something different, some change. I mean, there, there is reading, there is presentation, there are exercises that you will do with, with each other. And I think it's a great opportunity to explore on some of the other things. Like for technical people, mostly as you're going down a technical track, you're getting 
training in Amazon or something cloud or something virtualization. And it's traditional techie stuff. Um, but in, in learning form, it's more of the softer skills. Uh, doing, you know, it's like if you've ever had a technical person explain to you a simple complex, uh, they usually use a lot of big words. They usually, uh, you know, they're talking over your head and you're like, oh my gosh. So I think for a lot of folks, it gives an opportunity to just experiment, experiment with, you know, a different way and to get feedback from each other. Like when you're presenting, there's an exercise we do, business on a page. Can you explain your business in a few minutes, you know, with one slide and to get some real honest feedback from uh, one of your cohort members? Uh, it's very valuable. Well, how do we think cohort four will be different in the age of COVID-19? I've asked the uh, cohorts, not only here at uh, UC San Diego, but at the other schools that I've done this, and most feedback I get is meet more frequently, this was all in person, but meet more frequently earlier so that people can gel together. As you remember in your cohort, Mark, in cohort three, we had to finish our last two sessions online, so there were shorter, concise sessions that we tried to finish our material. So I think, you know, it's just uh, as, as everything's changing, I think we're going to get a good overview of what of all our students and faculty are dealing with, with online learning. And we'll also uh, incorporate the tools that we're asking our faculty to use, like uh, Canvas. I think that's what will be different as we're all going through this different change when we're not doing that socialization aspect in person. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll give it a go and uh, take the feedback and just keep on process improving it. And the plan is that the whole thing will be either Zoom meetings or team meetings, right? And I think we'll experiment with both of them. Again, I think using all these new tools that we're giving the university to use uh, will be a part of this program where we have to start using some of these tools and really understanding them. I think the best way to support IT services is to use them yourself. And what are some of the specific learning objectives or areas of focus that the cohort is going to be going through? Kind of in the, the model of the learning forum, there's, there's a number of verbs that we use like grow, learn, lead. And we, you know, we'll kind of focus on each of those. There's a, uh, a term we use in the uh, forum called shedding or shed. And it usually turns out to be a, a pretty good topic where Say you're an IT person and you're, you know, you're just, you're, you're ready to maybe move into a management role or even a higher level management role. Well, to get there, you usually have to shed something. So maybe you are the number one programmer. You're going to have to shed some of these skills or, that you have to take on something new. And to me, that's where the growth or the transformation happens, you know, shed, growth, transform. Yeah, I can confirm that was an ongoing topic in the cohort I was a part of. And, and as you alluded, the idea is you would have started your IT journey, probably, uh, you know, coding, programming, or configuring, whatever you're an expert in. But as you grow into leadership, you know, you got to be more strategic and you got to supervise the work of others. You can't code program for eight, 10 hours a day and do those other things. You got to and it was hard. It was hard for people to let go, or it was a journey to let go. It's not something you can do just overnight in terms of you know, transitioning from really 
doing and skill-based and like some of the soft skills you mentioned. Yeah, I think there's going to be a somewhat new element added this time. So how will uh, the idea of diversity and a leader's role in incorporating diversity into the workforce uh, be incorporated into cohort four? I think like in, in as you recall in cohort three, Mark, um, we had we had some of our colleagues that weren't uh, pure technical people. They're more on the support side, the administrative side. And I thought that made such a good blend. Past cohorts at other university, I would blend IT, direct support, and, and people who are not in a technical role. And to me, I think that's so important because it also, I, I noticed in our cohort where some of the technical folks, when they present, they present so high level and somebody raised their hand saying, that's not the area I'm in. I would be a typical customer, an administrator. Can you bring it down into a simpler language? And I saw that a lot where it's like, it was a great opportunity to remind people, you need to target your audience. If the audience is novice level with technical, bring it down and adjust. One of my goals I see is I, I've got to this level before, especially at a university with a hospital is if you can blend some of the hospital IT people with the campus people and get to a cohort of that level, that is pretty powerful. And you mentioned you conducted this kind of program for you know, 20, 25 years at, at multiple universities. What are some past success stories uh, that you've witnessed over the years? How I got into this is I had a brand new CIO, and at the time I was a, a brand new director, this was at DePaul University, and we were going through what UC San Diego was going through. And this is 25 years ago. We had a president who said, mainframe and all COBOL programming goes away. And they called it the Big Bang. It was uh, student systems, finance, HR, everything was being transformed. And so I had a, a, a CIO sponsored me into this program, into the SIM program. And it, it really helped me understand that there's a real need for this. And as I finish the program, you know, as you commence the program, you're still looking for more engagement. So are there opportunities for reunions that people get together? A lot of those were done remotely, sometimes in person, but a lot of them were done remotely. And some of the, the successes I've seen is just seeing how some people have grown in the program over the years. One of the things that I like to do is I like to keep you know, you have to nurture your network. And some of the people that I've sponsored or put in a, a program are now on the other end where say, hey, would you like to come work for me? And I always state that. I said, one day I could be working for you because you will, you'll get to where you want to go by experimenting with different leadership programs, different leadership styles. So I think what's successful is if you can get multiple cohorts, you start to get a group of people where they start thinking and understanding each other and understanding for transformation you need to do this. An example I'll give is Loma Linda University up in uh, San Bernardino. I was a, a guest speaker for them for their first cohort and their fifth cohort. So their first cohort, I was at University of Kentucky and at the fifth cohort, I was here at UC San Diego. And it was nice to see how their program has evolved. So what we can do in a lot of, the, with a lot of these programs is you can share speakers. We trade uh, some of Vince's time to talk in their program and 
their CIO to talk in our program. So it's really good for building out your network, sharing information where you can get it directly from somebody who has a shared experience that you have. You get any more speakers from past Kentucky, they'll have that Lexington to San Diego direct flight soon. (laughs) The day we can start flying again will be really nice, won't it? That's my bad joke, but I'm just trying to mention that, you know, Joe does bring in uh, people from the previous ITS cohorts. And the Kentucky crowd is interesting, too, because they are, you know, they would have done it five, ten years ago. And you can really, in some cases, see the, the long tail uh, of their growth and, and, you know, where they've ended up and, and achieved. So to, to wind down, you know, Joe, there, there is a lot going on. Fall quarter is going to be a fall like no other. It looks like the work from home situation is basically indefinite. Lots of strains on people's time, yet Vince is still sponsoring this. SMT are still sponsoring it. So why is LLP still on the books and why is it important overall? You know, I think it's more important now that, you know, we're, we're not traveling. Uh, we're, we don't have that commute time for work. I mean, there's a lot of challenges with, with kids in school and so I, I look at it as, you know, it's an opportunity where I can engage maybe with some folks that I really don't know. I might have worked with them at UC San Diego, but if I join a program like this, I might get to know people a little better. I get a, an opportunity to grow myself, reading some things different and discussing different topics. I was told this long ago that sometimes you're given an opportunity. The opportunity might be you can sign up for this program or this training or this class. And a lot of us say, I'm too busy. I don't have time. And what I've learned is you really have to look at that. And if you have the time, you want to try something different, you want to change, we'll make the time. And that gets to the shedding. I might have to give up my three softball teams to do a class like this. But what I've looked at is sometimes you might move organizations or change and it might not be offered. And I've, I've personally experienced that where it's like you're longing for it and saying, I should have taken that program. I've heard good things about it, and now it's not offered. So I always say, I always think about it. It's like, is this an opportunity that I, I should probably not pass up on? Should I invest in myself? It's a, it's a time to do this. And that's how I think about this. So it's like, it's, a, it's probably even a better time to challenge yourself in different ways. You want to learn a couple new things. You want to share with some of your colleagues that maybe you haven't worked with closely and get to know them. I think that only can help us as we you know, continue to work from home like this. Joe, we appreciate the time. Like we said, the application period is open. Everybody go check your email or the first note from Vince. We've got the relevant details as well on the current. And I'm sure that if people have questions, of course, they can get in touch with you. Joe, thanks again. And we appreciate you stopping by the podcast. Thank you, Mark. Have a great day. There you have it. Straight from Joe himself about what you can expect. Later in the week, we'll hear from past participants for their take. And again, for details on how to apply, go find that email from Vince. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. 
keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.